Hello, Wired. Welcome to the Algorithm of Hollywood. I'm T.W. Hawk, your host, writer, investigator, I guess Wired uh, journalist, hopeful. And as a supplement to my application to the Wired Resilience Residency, uh, I wanted to record a sample of what could be podcast interviews that further delve into the exploration of algorithmic Hollywood. So the question I'm posing is, what is the algorithm of Hollywood? And this stems from a editorial that I wrote eight years ago, positing a future where the algorithm would determine the movies we make, the stories we tell, they would shape us, shape our decision-making as they already have proven to do so. And ultimately, the machine learning that we're feeding all this information would be monitoring that which we are watching. So it's watching the watchers and then recording our behavior, assimilating it, synthesizing it, processing it, and then spitting out a result that then informs the decisions for future programming. And this is kind of an interesting feedback loop. And what I had posited was, like Griffin Mill and the player, musing aloud, we are taking the human element out of the equation. And if we take out the writer and the creator and the intuition and the instinct and the channel of the zeitgeist into our creative work, what are we left with ultimately? And then the other side is the algorithm is, of course, a useful tool for directing investment, capital resources, time, energy. So rather than ceding all of our decision-making to it, the idea of supplementing what is our creative understanding and our intuitive understanding and then looking for algorithmic confirmation. So numerical, quantitative, statistical confirmation of that which we already sense. Now, a lot of my work on the personal development side is about tuning into one's intuition, using that form of presence to foster the alchemy of heart-mind leadership. However, while we live in a world where, yes, on the human level, we are intuitive beings, gut-driven beings, emotional, feeling beings, which is what stories speak to, and the entertainment that we produce in Hollywood and consume as viewers around the world. The other side of that is this rational, logical, quantitative self, the quantitative reality that we all live in. And the algorithm can distill the absolute fire hose of data where as pointed out in a Wired article on fusion technology that brings together all these disparate, uh, overwhelming data sets that human beings can't sift through. And uh, the algorithm processes through all that, sifts through it, and looks for uh, comparative matches and overlaps. But again, 
we're at an inflection point where we're really being questioned as a species. What do we stand for? Our foundational values have been questioned. Uh, our word, uh, truth, the very fundamentals that were considered inalienable, immovable, and permanent truths and ways of anchoring in our universe are being called into question and have been through politics and misinformation and all of the things that we've been facing in the last five to 10 years. So now we're in a world where we're using computers and algorithms to help us process data, interpret that data, and give us a human-centered result. But the machines are doing it, not the human beings. Now they're programmed by human beings, but what gets lost in translation? What preserves the integrity of what's being evaluated? So these are some of the big questions that I'm interested in exploring in the algorithm of Hollywood. And then there's just the day-to-day -day business of developing content, screenplays, series, uh, specifically pilot scripts, marketing those scripts somehow, packaging them with talent, directors, showrunners. If it's a movie, it might be a movie star. Uh, finding partner producers or meaningful pods like a J.J. Abrams, for example, wields lots of weight. Uh, and utilizing those resources to get our projects made and sold. And yet, the new kid on the block is also quasi running the show, and that is the algorithm. And we refer to the algorithm as its own entity. In many of my conversations, I'm finding executives and producers and talent all discussing what changes of mandate Netflix is putting in place or Amazon, for example, based on the quote unquote success of the content on its platform. And the evaluator of that processed and quantified results. So watch minutes, engagement, staying with a show. Netflix actually has a metric watch minutes, which to anybody within Hollywood is a, is a meaningless metric. I mean, it's one thing to see box office gross and to be able to compare apples to apples, even though movies are very different things documentaries and independence and what have you, but we could look at the number of screens, how wide a release it is, what the per screen average is, and then of course the ultimate gross, which was the chalice we were all sipping from. So now when they even release any of their viewer data, it's in watch minutes, which when you say Spencer for Hire has six billion watch minutes, well, we can turn that into watch hours, but what does that really mean? How many people were 
divided into those watch minutes? How many sessions did people complete it? We're 50 million people watching 10 minutes of it. And then we've got 500 million minutes, half a billion minutes. So it's not really illustrative of a contents engagement. Where we can be the judge is looking at what Netflix is saying that it wants, the kind of content that it wants, the kind of uh, content that Amazon wants. So when they're asking to see young adult content because they want to cater to that particular audience where other programming, similar programming like the Kissing Booth has done well, then they're trying to emulate that success. So this isn't so far afield from you know, Hollywood chasing the next big hit. But in this case, it's computer generated. So now we're referring to it not as a studio chief who is asking for the next piece of content or the next genre or the next star-driven vehicle. We now have content producers asking specifically for genres based on what the algorithm is telling them. And so... We're all catering to an algorithm. Even the most senior executive, Scott Stuber, for example, at Netflix, catering to an algorithm. And this algorithm is biased, or certainly can be. Who's programming the algorithm? What goes into it? It's fascinating that even the coders don't know exactly what the algorithm is doing or exactly how it behaves. It seems to take on a life of its own. There's a kind of alchemical synthesis. So where is this going? How does this affect us? How does this change the kinds of programming that we are driven to watch, that we're driven to make as producers of content, that we're driven to develop and seek out and sell? Does it star Latin talent? Is it African-American stories? Are there true stories? Is it set in another time and place? All of these things are now measurable by our engagement through our devices when we're consuming this content. So it's, it's a very powerful way to measure what is working, what should be working, what we want to be working, and to move those levers. So that's what the algorithm of Hollywood for Wired will be all about. What are the technical and psychological and business nuances that working with an algorithm informs? And does this mean we eschew word of mouth? Does this mean we eschew our own human values, our own ability to seek out content on our own and find something new? Or like when we're listening to SoundCloud or Spotify or uh, Pandora or watching YouTube, do we appreciate that we're being thrown lots of similar content because it's important to expand our worldview to find things we may not ordinarily find. I remember as a kid, 
turning on the television to look for programming and finding, you know, a nature program or a Stanley Kubrick movie that had already started, but was so captivating and engaging and hypnotic that it just sucks you in and you end up learning something new about volcanoes or the Egyptians or watching a Twilight Zone episode that customarily we wouldn't have sat down with that intent. And these programming decisions were made by human beings at that point in time. Well, now our content libraries are seemingly limitless. They are infinite. So we need some machine help to sort through all that content as the viewer and also as the programmers. But how do we bring that into balance? How do we make sure that is balanced going forward? And that is the investigation, the aspiration, the crux of the algorithm of Hollywood. Thanks for listening. I very much look forward to the opportunity to interview, to engage with the Wired editors, to share my experience working on all different kinds of content with all types of content creators and how this algorithmic influence is shaping our business and manifesting in entertainment in ways that are positive and maybe not positive, expected and completely unexpected, surprising, tantalizing, and also intimidating. I'm sure Hollywood will jump at the chance to engage in conversations about it. And I, for one, am incredibly intrigued to learn how we can program the algorithm without it programming us. I'm T.W. Hawk. This is The Algorithm of Hollywood, brought to you, hopefully, by Wired Magazine, aspirationally. I'll see you in the future.